You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Oh yeah, is that Christmas time? You can do a little oh, I'm frozen. Little... Yeah. Oh, no, I'm frozen. Yeah, you're frozen. frozen. I'm frozen. No, you're frozen. No. Unfrozen caveman. <laughs> Lord. Right. Your modern technologies freak me out and complicate me. <laughs> it's all too much for my primitive mind to understand. <laughs> the people that have tuned in are saying, what the hell is going on? And you know it is the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave. I'm Casey. And it's time to talk a little Christmas. I mean, fantasy. <laughs> Casey, can you live this fantasy life? Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Want to let the peoples out there know, make sure you like and subscribe to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. You know why? Because that subscription will also get you dialed in for the Trend Zone, where each and every week of the NFL season, we hit all the top trending stories, as well as give you previews of all the games, not just some of the games all of the games so make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that sweet sweet football dudes goodness mm. mm-hmm. that is the trend zone podcast available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and amazon music wherever you get your podcasts all right dave let's get into a survivor three strikes pool i took a look before the show today and i'm sitting up there by myself with just one wrong after a week was that week two? No, or week three when the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. My only blemish so far. Dude, a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling great. What the <laughs> hell happened? I woke up in a great mood. <laughs> I tell you what, I lost two straight now. Um, I picked last week Detroit over Green Bay. Was a major loser. So yeah. I felt pretty confident rolling into that one, the, the way Detroit was playing. However, in retrospect, it is divisional. and. Um, you know, the pack have been playing better of late. So, yeah. um, but, you know, I was running short on decent picks. So I had to pick somebody. And, uh, yeah, it's two straight weeks taking a, a strike. So out of the big money pool last week, now one, I'm just hanging in there, man. Just Hang calling. in there, baby. It's almost Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I went with uh, the Chiefs over the Raiders last week, and all of a sudden it was 14 nothing Raiders. And I was like, well, if I go down with the Chiefs, I'm going down with the Chiefs. But. Um, they went on like a 30 to three run or whatever it ended right. up being and destroyed the Raiders. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The most popular correct pick last week was Tennessee over Carolina. The who's playing Carolina strategy panning out pretty good. there. most popular incorrect Minnesota over oh. Chicago, 28 plus percent. Got burned on that one. Going yeah. I got a, hand, a handful of guys in um, our you know, our uh, survival pool, whatever you want to call it, there was a bunch of them that went down last night. So um, right. what a weird game, too. It's just yeah. like felt like the Vikings were kind of turning it around. And every time they got something going, Dobbs made a big catastrophic error. So one thing we know about football, especially at the NFL level, turnovers are hard to overcome, especially yeah. when you're handing them out like it's Christmas time. And when you start getting that tape out there, the defensive coordinators, they get paid too. They start figuring out what you like, and that's what they tried to take away. Yep. Dave, the most popular 
correct or most popular picks going into next week is your Carolina theme, the Bucks over the Panthers or the Jags over the Bengals. Depends what Ooh. kitty cat you like better. What are you going to go with? Yeah, right now I am leaning towards Tampa Bay over Carolina, although I believe I could do the other one as well. So I'm going to have to debate that particular issue uh, heading towards there and see if, see if I'm comfortable with going with the majority or the second majority. Yeah, I don't like really going that. This might be your last chance to use the Bucks if you need them. So it might be worth it there. But yeah, the Jags hosting the Bengals on Monday night. Duval, it's going to be banging down there. So Whew. we shall see. Good, good stuff. All right, David, it's time for a fantasy go-back start to the week. If you could hop in the DeLorean and go back and change your fantasy team to get some extra points, would you, could you, and would you have won? I won both leagues decisively, although <clears throat> decisively is a little of a stretch as it was that Chargers Ravens game where he had the Ravens defense and I had Keenan Allen and he had Gus Edwards and we were neck and neck all game long. And every time that there was a sack or a fumble from the Chargers, ah, I was up by one point for a while there. I ended up pulling away and winning by about four or five. Ultimately, Keenan coming to make it a couple of plays late. But nothing could, that I could have done would have swapped out anything. I got the win. I made the right plays there. In my other league, I completely dominated. There were a couple of tweaks I could have made for about three or four more points, but it wouldn't have made any difference. Dude, the foul boy smashed bolt action going over 151 points. I could have gotten like another 1.6 had I benched CD Lamb for Christian Watson, which would never happen. Um, my team was dominant on uh last week and then in my other league i had gus edwards who really didn't do anything and he had um dj moore going into monday night in a ppr league oh boy and i had a big lead by the end of the night i had a small lead one by like three and a half points so but i had plenty of points on the bench i had brandon cooks on the bench i had jacoby myers on the bench so Whew. Coaching almost cost me, but I got that dub anyways. Yeah, in our league, you had the high score. I came in second place, and Don, who you destroyed with bolt action, was third place. That's the lamest when you actually have a really good score <laughs> and you still lose. Or you lose and you still make money. Yeah, there you go. At least there's a side that you can, a bright side in there. You can. Hey, Dave, out. this cup is half full. There you go. Hmm. Eternal optimist, Casey. That's right. All right. Well, we got through that business. So now it is time for this business, which is total fantasy domination. Dave, give me a quarterback. Ooh, I'll tell you. It seemed like I had it with Dak in the bank after he killed it. But then guess what? Josh Allen ended up going into a shootout with uh, with Hertz. And it was Josh Allen taking the fantasy honors this week. Buffalo, 339 passing yards, two TDs through the air, an interception, 81 rushing yards, and two rushing TDs. Phenomenal performance for the Bang Dang Owls, who I was going against. I was feeling super awesome when I had a score of like 78 cruising into Sunday morning. Sure enough, boom, we're neck and neck all the way through Sunday night. 
He needed one more touchdown. Josh Allen did. Oh, that incompletion <laughs> would have been a touchdown. <laughs> that would have killed me. <laughs> Woo! Well, part of the reason the foul boys were so dominant was Kieran Williams, baby. That's right. He might still be running 143 rush yards, 61 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. Former Notre Damer with right the off game. the IR back right. into total fantasy domination. Beautiful. How about Mike Evans, that receiver for your foul boys, Casey? No wonder you put up all those points. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks receiver Mike Evans, 70 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Wow, pretty nice. And then from the waiver wire, Tyler Higby, 29 receiving yards. That doesn't sound like much, but he had two touchdowns. This Rams offense really starting to heat up. We're going to get to that in just a little bit here. But we run our league through NFL.com. 12 teams, non-PPR, no flex, three wides, two running backs, six points for a touchdown by the quarterback, as it should be, but only five bench spots. So weeks like this that are coming up, six teams on a bye are very brutal. Yeah, Dave, why our league rocks so hard is our waiver type. Kudos to you, Kamish. Let the people know. (laughs) The waiver type is move to last after claim, never reset. Meaning if you have a successful waiver claim, then you are then have the lowest waiver priority moving into the next week. However, if you decide not to take a player in a given week, then your waiver position goes up week and week and week. And then so finally, if you've held back for a little while, you've got that top spot. So there's value in not grabbing a free agent when you can get almost as good of a player, uh, uh, excuse me, a waiver player when you can get almost as good of a player through free agency and uh, hold on to that valuable pick. I should have used it last week on that Dolphins defense that we were recommending against the Jets. Yes. My brother was two and he got a killing off of that Miami defense. That would have been the pick to make. That would have been a good time to execute that number one waiver wire. But nonetheless, I still have it. My favorite spot to be, number one. (laughs) Yeah, the Miami had 33 points in that. I was going up against them, so I was a little bit worried about it. But Foul Boys dominated. And I don't know, someone suggested making a cash reward for holding on to that number one waiver pick for most consecutive weeks. I vote against it. People are talking about it so much. (laughs) It sounds like a pretty good (laughs) idea to me. As of right now, (laughs) yeah, we're going to hold off on that one. Dave, I just mentioned the buy, and it's not only that, it's the teams that are on buy. The Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders, Minnesota Vikings, and the New York Giants. Sorry if you had Tommy DeVito going at quarterback. Not this week, my friend. Nope. Man, I'll tell you, that is a lot of teams. So, uh, and I believe this is the last bye week, right, Casey? Week 13. So that cleans it up moving forward. Uh, Everybody should have everybody at, at full strength there. But this one... Boy, six teams on a bye puts you in a pinch uh, a, a lot of different ways, especially, like you said, with our short benches. No doubt, and especially with the Ravens and the Bills, a lot of players represented by those teams Sure, are not going to be available this week. So, David, let's go ahead and start with the quarterback. Actually, some decent options here if you are on one of those bye weeks. Yeah, no no question. I mean, you talked about it briefly earlier, Stafford. Uh, is back that that Rams offense seems to be clicking. Uh, they're playing against Cleveland, which is a tough matchup, no doubt. But again, with six teams on buys, uh, you're you're going to need to go somewhere to get a quarterback uh, in a pinch here. And you know he had four touchdowns last week, so um, you know look for him to continue to uh, to play well. Yeah, dude, and you know um, 
They're not putting up a bunch of points, but I like Carr against Detroit. It's a home game for the Saints. They're going to have to put up some points to hang with the Lions, so he might get it going there. Hopefully he's got Chris Olave back. He left the game with the concussion, so that'll be something to monitor. If yeah. you can't get him, maybe you go with Minshew, the porn stash at Tennessee. And Dave, you're going to ask, what am I smoking here? But what about <laughs> Kenny Pickett versus the Arizona Cardinals in Pittsburgh? <laughs> I guess uh, blame Canada is the new, uh, you know, motto for the Steelers here. They get him out of town. I think it's Sullivan who was uh, at the helm there calling the plays. Um, yeah, looks like uh, Pickett uh, is, you know, he's 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 auditioning now, so he's got to put together a couple of good weeks, you know, to make sure that they that he proves he's the guy there. And it wasn't him; it was that other guy that was yeah. calling the shots. Get him out of here, guy north of the border, buddy. <laughs> That's what it was all about. All right, Dave. Actually, some pretty good names for running backs, too, considering all the teams on bye weeks. Yeah, my top go to here is Samaje P. Ryan. It'll be my at, Facebook friend. Yeah, there you go. It'll be at Houston. Uh, you know, he had seven for 55 and a touchdown last week. He had uh, 11 yards through the air. So, not a bad number in a pinch. Again, with this many teams on buys, you're going to need somebody to get something done there. So, look for P. Ryan. Uh, to at least get some touches, uh, you know, kind of in a nice rotation with that Broncos team that's put together a nice win streak. Yeah, and I'm going to go – we told the people about him, Rico Dowdle for the Cowboys on Thursday night against the Seahawks. Um, he's not getting a ton of opportunities, but what I like most is the Cowboys seem to be getting that run game going in there, and Rico has proved himself to be a, a very solid and capable running back, especially in the red zone there. TP looks nice too, but – there is definitely a, a share of the carries available in that game. And, dude, Jeff Wilson, those Dolphins playing against the Washington Commandos. They got run all over on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe those Finns are going to run all over them again this weekend. Another guy I want to throw in there, Casey, Royce Freeman. Uh, he is going against Cleveland. Again, it's tough when you have a tough matchup like that. But sometimes it's the player, not the matchup. They got to go for, uh, even though Freeman wasn't the main fantasy dude last week for the Rams, he was productive with 13 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and he will definitely be in the rotation there. Uh, so look for Freeman to get, some, you know, a decent score, and at least some opportunities. Yeah. Now, these were the slimmest pickings. Of them all, especially with us having three wide receivers. It's funny because I scour a lot of the waiver wire pickups uh, on X or Twitter or wherever you're looking out there. And most sure. of the cats they're offering up have been on rosters in our league for weeks. Yeah. This is one of the toughest leagues out there. I'm telling you people, yeah. our league is very competitive. So it's tough to find. But Dave, if you sift through there, you might find something. It's going to be difficult. Yeah, I'm going with my Rams theme, uh, staying with it. And Tutu Atwell is the only Ram receiver available. Uh, both uh, Cup and uh, Puka have been a little banged up lately. And this this offense is clicking now. So he only had three catches um, last week, but 76 yards uh, of offense there. So not bad, again, in a pinch. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to go with Justin Watson for the Chiefs. They're on the road at Green Bay. It's a pretty tough defense. We talked about the Chiefs needing to find a number one that they can trust. Rashi Rice came up huge last week. Sure did. But so yep. did uh, Justin Watson. So I think he's developed that rapport with Patrick Mahomes. So 
it's going to be a crapshoot on who gets those touchdowns. Kelsey's been needing some uh, to be fed a little bit more. We haven't seen that, so he might be on uh, tap there, but can't go wrong with a player on the Chiefs offense. Yeah, right. I mean, no question about it. They're going to get touches eventually one way or another. That's right. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and move this over to the toyed ends. Yeah, I'm going to start it off with uh, Tyler Higby. My Rams theme continues. He <laughs> caught all five of his targets for 29 yards and two touchdowns in last week's effort. Of course, that put him on the board in the fantasy domination category. And sticking with the Los Angeles theme, Gerald Everett, he missed a couple games uh, with injury there, but he was back in the action. Um, he had four targets, 43 yards and a touchdown uh, in the losing effort to the Ravens. But that Ravens is a strong, strong defense. He's going to get another go at it in New England um, and look for him to be a big part of the game plan. Again, Mike Williams gone. Josh Palmer hasn't been uh, able to play. Uh, Guyton has been working through injury. So they've been they bring guys up from the practice squad. So he's going to be a dude that is targeted. And Justin Herbert continues. Even though the Chargers keep losing, he keeps ripping it and pl- putting up big numbers. So uh, look for, for Gerald Everett to make a, a statement this week. Yeah, I thought that uh, Ray Lewis touchdown celebration might have pissed the Ravens off just a little bit. It was a tribute. Oh, I see. He should have prefaced the dance with telling those guys that. (laughs) They were really angry after that. It was an honor he gave him. (laughs) He gave him a a nice tribute. You know, it was very nice. I thought it was very respectful. Dave, you know (laughs) who I'm going with here? Who? Uh, Who? By name specifically? I can't imagine. Patrick Christopher Sarsipius Friar Moot of the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> against those Arizona Cardinals. Over right. 100 yards last week. This guy has been missing from this Steelers offense. Maybe it was Canada. Maybe it was Friar Moot. But over 100 yards last week, you get some of him doing the dirty work there. That's going to open stuff up for Deontay Johnson and Pickens there. So I really like uh, Friar Moot in this one. Also, Drew Sample. Um, with the uh, new quarterback there at Cincy, it's going to be tough sledding there with that Jacksonville pass rush. You got to get the ball out of there a little bit. Browning oh, yeah. might get a sample size from the <laughs> tight end. Oh, and one more Otten versus Carolina in Tampa Bay. This guy's been finding pay dirt quite a bit. So if all your toy ends are on buys, these are all doable options. Okay, yeah. Dave, let's get into kickers. <laughs> the hell with that <laughs> we're gonna skip kickers and go right on to defense yeah and again tough tough pickings in this category but i'm gonna go starting off with J- jacksonville uh defense has been playing pretty well and they're going against cincinnati who obviously has a lot of good weapons but with the inexperienced at quarterback there i think it's a good selection to go ahead and grab the jags they're going to get some sacks they're going to try and create some turnovers so look for that to be uh, a pretty good uh, choice for you for the Jaguars this week. Yeah, it's going to be going crazy down there Monday night for the Jags. And I like the uh, I like the Colts at Tennessee. They've been playing pretty solid defense, getting a lot of hits and sacks on the quarterback there. And also Tampa Bay hosting Carolina, um, a one-win Carolina team. Poor Bryce Young is taking a ton of hits, getting a ton yeah. of sacks, throwing a lot of interceptions. If they can shut down the run, they will be feasting on the pass rush there. No question. I think that's a pretty tasty matchup for the Bucks. 
Yeah, dig it. Oh, and I'm going to throw your Chargers out there against New England. All kinds of trouble at quarterback for those yes. Patriots. Uh-huh. Chargers playing close. This is a team they should dominate. Yes. Um, all the and the Chargers have feasted given. on some of the uh, inexperienced quarterbacks that they've got. They had multiple sacks against uh, uh, Bagel, Bagel Mouch, uh, whoever the, the Bears <laughs> guy is. Please, please. Secret uh, Bagel, man. Bagel, Vegas, and also <laughs> Aiden O'Connell uh, got worked pretty good when they uh, when they played the Raiders. Uh, so maybe they they can feast on this. They, they have a pretty good pass rush. So yeah, and if they can shut down the run and really force it into the QB's arm, yep. it could be a long day for those Patriots. We're on to remind you: make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast each and every week of the NFL season. We talk top trending stories preview all of the games then we go into the combine free agency draft prep we do it all subscribe and you won't miss anything yep that is the trend zone podcast available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify amazon music while you're out there dominating your fantasy go ahead and bookmark the footballdudes.com your new favorite home for everything nfl all right, that's going to do it for Dave. I'm Casey. Thanks for listening to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Astronomical Fantasy Show. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. And may your reality, boy, your reality <laughs> and fantasy meld into one astronomical football weekend. Whoa, that's an extreme close-up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Too close. <laughs> We're out of here.